Hey, welcome to the Pocha podcast at the intersection of brown pride and assimilation. I'm Kat. I'm Charlene. And um, here we are at the year at, at the end of 2020. And yeah, it's been <laughs> what has it been? Kat? <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody describes it as a dumpster fire, and that's pretty much 100 percent true. Which is why we're sitting at a fire tonight. Yes, indeed. We are gathered around the fire, covidly safe, and we have a kind of year in review-esque. It's like, yeah. I, when I thought about this, I likened it like this. When you break up with your ex, and there's some things that you're like, mm -hmm. I'm going to chuck that shit in the fire because I don't want to ever remember them ever again. Yes. We're breaking up with 2020. We are totally breaking up with that bitch. And we're going to throw some of the shitty gifts that they gave us into the fire mm -hmm. to just cleanse. Agreed. But we're also going to just, there, I mean, with every relationship, there's some things that you learn that you can move forward with Absolutely. that are kind of gifts that you hate to say it. Like, God damn, I hated that person, but mm -hmm. I learned a few things and I'm a better person. For I mean, it. you hope you can learn from it and not do the same again. Right. So there's always that aspect mm -hmm. to every relationship. So we're breaking up with 2020, but we're mm -hmm. also looking at our relationship with 2020 and seeing what growth we have. I like it. Before we get started on that, though, and um, the, the, this is the uh, Pocha podcast Weedy Weedy that we drop at the end of every month. So this is the last of the 2020, and that's why we're doing this wrap up. But at the beginning of this year, what aspirations did you have? Or like, obviously, you didn't think it was going to end this way or even be this way, but... I never think it's going to be the same. <laughs> <laughs> Famous last words. I'm that person every fucking time. I, our last episode, I said, I'm that person. At the end of the year, I'm like, 2020 is going to be my year. <laughs> every time. And uh, obviously, that didn't happen. So. Did, you, did you have any plans for this, this year that got totally fucked or anything? Oh, yeah. We, we had travel plans a ton for, I mean, a ton for work and then also personal. We had a ton of travel plans. Um, of course, we had the birthday parties that didn't happen. We had the holidays that didn't happen. We had uh, just, you know, going to Target that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, the going to plethora of toilet paper that did not happen. The toilet paper that didn't happen. The school year that didn't happen. <laughs> All that. Um, if I can speak on behalf of our executive producer, I know that she was completely crushed because our girls turned 16 mm. this year and our second oldest graduated, yep. which was all like, oh, remember that time we wish we had? See, look, Satan is listening at this moment the and fire is totally the fire is <laughs> interested in this, in this conversation. But so I'm sure that a lot of our listeners had a lot of those things that For they sure. planned and didn't happen. And so get a candle. Mm -hmm. get some paper mm -hmm. get a pen mm -hmm. and get ready to burn a couple things with us yes and with that said um <sighs> there's a lot of things about 2020 and maybe looking back maybe the untimely death of kobe bryant and his daughter mm -hmm. would have been like the you know, the canary in the coal mine telling us that this year is just going to be shit. Mm -hmm. But Fair. there, you know, of the, the, the list that I have, and there's a lot of things that you can add to this list. But the first one is obviously I wanted to, like, just put COVID on a piece of paper, mm -hmm. tear it up and put it in. Yes. Because 
you know, write like some you. of our listeners who have had friends or family pass on. Yes. Our family has been impacted yep. and we lost an uncle and, you know, some of my family members, their in-laws have, mm-hmm. um, have also been lost this year. So that's the first thing that I would like to chuck in. Yep. Is just COVID in general. Fuck that Rona. Get rid of it. Yes. So here Out we go. Dough. May I borrow a pen, executive producer? Out the dough. The dog is angry. Here, this is this is what it sounds like to get rid of some of your ex's things. This is what it sounds like when doves cry, also. And uh, oh, I totally missed the fire too. I'm fired. <laughs> COVID was like, "Fuck you! I'm not going to the fire." <laughs> She's not done yet. She's sitting in the corner. This bitch. Ah, oh, that bitch. Ah, oh, yes, it's rough. And people have, I mean, we've, as a society, we've lost some, some folks, some famous folks have gone down this year. Um, but n- that's nothing compared to the personal loss that people have felt. The loss of elders, the loss of traditions, the loss of recipes and stories and all of those things that you thought you were going to have more time with that are gone. And it's shit. That was the second thing on my list was death. Mm-hmm. But when I was looking at this, it was not just death by COVID. I had down like Breonna Taylor and George Floyd and Ahmaud Mar- Arbery. Mm. Like those deaths that they continue to happen. And it just this year, it seemed even more amplified by everything that was going on. Are you burning racism? I'm burning <laughs> racism. <laughs> Let's burn racism. I like that too. Let's burn it. Put it in the damn fire. <sighs> burn racism hit the fire but yes please hit the fire it's a little anticlimactic when you don't there we go all right this time look in there oh look at it it. so satisfying very satisfying it really does an rbg like that one that one's not just a toss in the fire that's also a pour one out that's a pour one out pour one out for rbg yeah it's just um again the loss of that of those ideas and that experience that takes it's a loss of time and learning you know what we're trying to do every day that growth and learning when you lose an elder when you lose someone who's been through that and and certainly people of any age can have wisdom and expertise and experience that's worth listening to and learning from. So when you lose that, it's a big deal. 100%. And one of the other things that I put on my list, um, I don't even, I don't even know what to put for this one to put on a sheet of paper, but the culmination of four years of bullshittery, Mm. dumb fuckery (laughs) and loopholes for self aggrandizement Wow. That was the totality of our 45th president. Wow. And that really, it was almost as if 2020 was the crescendo for that shit that went on. I feel like you went a little Moira Rose on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Alexis, your self-aggrandizement is bothering me. So for this last one, I'm putting the the, uh, 45th president last year. I like it. Put that shit in the fire. And it's still, even though we're at the end of the year, it is still ongoing. Still going. Because of all of the 
Thank you, executive producer. Because of all of the last minute pardons that he's doing that are just crap. They're just crap. Mm-hmm. All of his, save two, all of his pardons have just been crap. So, yes, our executive producer saying all of them except for two, two were, um, I don't know the specifics on those two, but they were actually people who, they deserve to get out, but the rest of them have just been solid sacks of shit that we don't need to pardon our bestie frenzies who have i mean i get it loyalty but it's loyalty like to what loyalty to greed and mm. money and was one of the power. agreed upon pardons the white house turkey <laughs> <laughs> yes yes okay so then one one human pardon worth a shit and and don't get me wrong, there could be like a huge list of shit that I could put in there, but those were like the top ones mm. that really like the racism, mm-hmm. the passings, mm-hmm. the the COVID itself, and just this this last year has if if you can't look back on the, this four years of a presidency and say this last year was like the epitome of selfishness, then we got words. We're having words outside. We are. Put them up. Put them up. When joining the Church of Satan. Like <laughs> when, when joining the Church of Satan mm. seems like a good idea is what our executive producer says. Uh, Adjusting. What about you, Charlene? What would you like to chuck in the fire breaking up with 2020? Yeah. Some of the same, in fairness, some of the same death of loved ones, COVID in general. Um, one of the things you didn't mention I have a weird understanding, misunderstanding, relationship, whatever, with capitalism. And I know people are very much like, fuck capitalism right now, because it's the thing. Capitalism is deemed to be the thing that keeps people who would otherwise, should otherwise be at home taking care of themselves and not working it keeps them going out into the world exposing themselves to all kinds of shit that they shouldn't have to because of their health conditions their age whatever it is they have to do that in order to pay rent and like to keep the wheel moving to keep the wheel of capitalism moving right Mm -hmm. so but also it's the only thing I've ever known and thinking outside of what that could look like and then you start hearing about oh it's communism it's socialism and all this other shit I don't know what it is on the other side of capitalism I don't know what that looks like and what could that be mm-hmm. what could that mean for us if you truly could and now even decolonize has become a buzzword but if you could take all of that out and take it back to something meaningful what does it look like what do we have to give and what are we at our core what are we at our worth um so just money in general and the need for it to survive is what i want to throw in the fire because i know there's a better way i don't know what it is i don't know what it's called i don't know what it looks like but um the fact that people feel that they need to sacrifice their own health and livelihood to survive is bullshit so that I want to throw in the fire. Whatever that is. Whatever it's called. I want to put it in the fire. Greed. <laughs> greed. Capitalistic greed, I guess. Capitalistic greed. That, that is an interesting, as you, you could do your own, like, cut and paste and put in the fire. But that is, a, that's, it is an interesting, like, part to it of what is on the other side. Because there's, there is a lot of concern with what capitalism does to mm-hmm. us as humans. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it's kind of like that um that shitty relationship where you're you're in so deep you don't know what it is to be without that person agreed and it's hard to let go and I think that's where I'm at. I'm not going to pretend to be woke as fuck and be like, fuck capitalism on this shit because I don't know what it looks like on the other side. I still think that if I work hard, I can have shit I want and need and that my kids can have shit they want and need. I don't know how to separate from that. Um, and I think I'm learning every day what that means and mm. what it looks like on the other side and how to better appreciate things that are... Um, like joy and our health and things like that but then i'm so entrenched in capitalism i don't know how those are not tied to money because if you don't have good health a lot of times that's tied to nutrition which is tied to your ability to get good food which is tied to money which is tied to your job which is tied to your race and religion and your the way you look like it's all so fucking deep that um there's not enough champagne in the world to help me figure that shit out. So I'm still working through it. Um, and if anybody wants to help me out. With the champagne or. Ooh, either with the champagne or the meaning of life. <laughs> either way, hit me up because I'm ready. Send us a message. Send All us right. a message. But I'm putting Toss, it on the fire. Toss it in. It's going in the fire. Oh, and I missed. God damn it. We're terrible at I'm this. I'm reaching in. Wait, Reach in. Because, you know, I'm not a quitter. I'm not a quitter. Wait, wait, one more. Get Corona while you're at it. Oh, Corona's over here, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Those are going to be a slow burn. They're going to catch on be a slow burn. There we go. There we go. There they go. Look at that. It's nice when they burn. What else you got? I've got unemployment on here. And that's tied to my whole last tangent, right? not working, um, not having money, being afraid for your survival and food and shelter and all the things, it's bullshit. And I think I know so many people this year who went through that um, more than I've ever known in my life in, in a short period of time. So tons of folks that we work with who have dealt with this and just spiraled them into a depression because our work becomes who we are because we are part of that society that tells us that our product is our worth mm -hmm. and we don't know what our worth is outside of what we make or do or produce or you know all of that we're so linked into all of that it's terrifying it's our so identity. Yeah, it becomes us mm -hmm. it's who we are and when we don't have that we don't know who we are anymore and that's i mean that's where desperation hits so um unemployment and and the fear just being afraid for your family and um your ability to put food on the table and your ability to pay bills and just stay in the world as you know it it's fucking scary so i'm putting unemployment in the fire it's going in the fire get it fire, in there it in fire, there. fire i'm gonna try to make it this oh she shoots she scores it's gonna be the slow burn again Waiting. Oh, oh there it is. There it goes. It's very satisfying when it catches. <laughs> um, another thing that I want to put in the fire is just fear. And this is a weird one because I feel like fear is this beautiful inherent characteristics, characteristic that we have as animals that keeps us safe from things. 
it's there to it's a protector but when we are either fed misinformation or when we are just so boggled down by bullshit we don't know what the truth is anymore we don't know what we should really be afraid of anymore it gets hard to just be Mm. Um, so there's anxiety that comes with that there's depression that comes with that I think a lot of people in in self-isolation or in quarantine or in uh, restrictive orders by your state by your governor by whatever people have started feeling very afraid with the election we saw fear just people are so scared and and there's all sides of it people are scared of getting sick people are scared of losing their loved ones people are scared of losing power Mm -hmm. people are scared of having others who don't look like them have power people are scared of other people that they don't know like there's just so much fear um and when people are afraid you're not thinking in your logical brain you're not using your best judgment because you're reacting it's it's that dinosaur brain trying to keep you alive and whether or not that fear is based in reality or misinformation or whatever your reaction is not maybe what you would do if if you had time to process it out so I want fear to go in the fire Um, a lot of that is personal I've had my ups and downs with the whole COVID thing and and being freaked out to leave the house and scared for my family to leave the house and scared for my parents and my loved ones and my friends and um, but then also needing you know I'm very fortunate to be able to work from home very fortunate that I have people to support my kids in their education online um, but my husband lost his job this year and ended up having to be in a job where he's out around a lot of people all the time and mm. that's just the reality of our situation right now so um, having to let go of some shit that feels very out of my control has been a big deal um, so yeah, I just, fear needs to go away. I wish everything could just be processed and thought through and fucking namaste, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, but I wish there was a, a better way that got us to a better end, um, than just being freaked out all the time. So fear is going in the fire. While you do that, I'm going to readjust some logs. Wow, that didn't sound good. No, nope. I assure you. Oh. <laughs> Fear did not want to go away. What else, Kat? Oh, all right. How, do you feel a little cleansed? I feel a lot better. Okay, that breakup is is hard. It's hard. There's going to be a scar forever. Yeah. But you know, as we had mentioned, whenever you break up, there's always a there's always a little bit of growth that happens. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And that's the 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 latter part is entering a new year with a little bit of like okay well mm-hmm. what what made us strong what there there's not it's not just a, a shit year there were some highlights right Ooh, highlights some highlights to the poop <laughs> <laughs> but i mean so there are some aspects of 2020 that just were like um when we couldn't celebrate the twins' birthday, mm-hmm. we had a mini parade. And I know that uh, a lot of people had birthday parades yes. or birthday 
weddings or graduations mm-hmm. and you can hear around our neighborhood when someone was celebrating honking their horns or doing whatever have you seen that meme where it's like kids 20 years from now who grew up in quarantine and people are honking they're like whose birthday is it <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. i mean you know and the other thing is um so overall it's like embracing a new way of celebrating things in life right mm, this is what 2020 fair. has showed us so some of the things that we've celebrated were mm-hmm. birthdays and graduations. Yes, it was bittersweet because we didn't have the big party or the festivities. Mm-hmm. And we had to elbow bump or, or whatever, air right. hug. Um, but also, as I had mentioned to the executive producer when our, our second oldest was graduating, like, but he's going to remember this graduation forever. Right. Do you remember who your valedictorian was when you graduated right. high school? I do not. Mm-hmm. However... Mm-hmm. I am sure that our son is going to remember <laughs> driving through and picking up his diploma exactly. in a vehicle. Yeah, because that's different. Yeah, so embracing a new way of celebrating mm. and hallelujah for us being able to like, okay, fine, then let's do something else. Yep. Let's do, we, we've done drive-by baby showers for some of yep. our friends who have had kids. Or grandkids. Or grandkids as well. You. So... I mean, that's one of the highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, so along with that is our resiliency because that's tied mm-hmm. to, we're, we're trying to be resilient in new and innovative ways. Um, our innovation, ways to teach our kids, ways to keep ourselves sane, mm-hmm. sta- staring at the same four walls the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, appreciating, yeah, appreciating the little things. Ways to make money. Some of these yeah. the businesses, you had no choice. You had to be like, all right, fine. We're go- we're now we've officially mm-hmm. have an outdoor patio that is made of pallets. Great. <laughs> that's that's how you do. Mm-hmm. So that's how we. Or we went to. online. We didn't know how to work this shit before, but now we have a website. Right. Exactly. We've got to. So yeah. our resilience, our innovation, mm-hmm. embracing new ways of celebrating. Um, personally, there's some adulting that I did this year that oh. I didn't think that I. Like, it's a first for me to be able to pay off a vehicle that was worth more than $2,000. Whoa. And that was a huge deal. It was, yes, it was, it, I didn't do it in one year. It was in the making, but still it was for me an That's accomplishment awesome. that in this time frame, I didn't even think I was going to be able to do. It was like, oh shit, 2020, now what? Like That's huge. Things and things. So Huge. Some adulting in there. I did do some growth at work that I hope that I continue to do going forward. Um yeah, those are some of my bigger, you know, just the list of good things that are happening in the face of crap. Um, and just just one other thing about family is I haven't actually seen my brother as much in previous years as I have this year. Mm. Because we have a standing, our family has a standing mm-hmm. Zoom every Sunday. Mm-hmm. I don't always make it. He doesn't always make it. Other cousins and, and sure. family doesn't always make it. But this is really the first time that I've seen a lot of my family members gathering in one virtual place mm-hmm. that wasn't a funeral or a wedding. Right. And it was nice to see and catch up. And, oh, my God, you're married. Oh, that's your husband. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. So it was embracing a totally new way of communicating with our family and continuing that in fairness we could have been doing sure you're right yes it took this yes it took this agreed 
I, I've had the same experience with, with family Zooms and virtual and, and just calling people because it's like, you know what, shit, I'm just going to call. I mm. maybe wouldn't have two years ago because I'd be like, oh, I'm bugging. And I'm like, oh, well, they don't have to answer. I'm going to call. Okay. I'm going to reach out. Yeah. Yep. What else are you going to do on a Thursday night anyway? Yes. Nothing. Okay. Yep. I'm going to call. Yeah, that's a good one. And you? Anything what? that you... One of the biggest things for me and and maybe other people are more elevated than I am at this age but I'm very much a people pleaser always have been I want everybody to be happy I'm a total Libra I want mediation at all time everything should be balanced and just good and harmonious working together and that never happens so I'm usually miserable (laughs) 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 but this year, because of the way that things have gone down, um, who I spend physical time with or even virtual time with away from work is precious. And I am not trying to be around, like acquaintances, sorry for you, bro. If, if we haven't hung out in you know the last five years and you're rolling through town, I'm not wasting my COVID bubble on your ass. Like it is not fucking happening. I've, I've made, I've carved out time and space for the people that I really care about that really mean something to me. Uh, Cause I just don't have the energy to do mm-hmm. outside of that right now. Um, and it's just not safe to do outside of that right now. So that has been really huge for me saying no to a lot of extra energy sucking shit has been huge just really focusing on what's important and the things that give back to my life. I've had to, to think a lot about what gives back to me. And old me would have been like, that's so selfish. It can't always be about you. And I'm like, no, fuck, no. If I, I need to be getting something out of this, even if it's just you make me laugh, like that brings me joy. I, you know, I get something out of that. Um, or I know that you have my back. Like, you make me feel good about myself at the end of the day. That's me getting something out of this. Not fake-ass relationships, bullshit friendships that you're like, oh, yeah, I I know that girl because she's my so-and-so's, whoever's neighbor's cousin's, baby mama, whatever. Like, I'm not trying to do that right now. Um, And I want to carry that on, to be honest. Not that I'm a jerk to people in the streets. Not that I'm not going to meet new people or whatever. But who I let in and who I give energy to has changed significantly. And I, I just appreciate that a whole lot more. Super deep, super deep. Um, also, I feel like I'm really appreciating where I get to live because I'm here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and little things like um, even just cleaning things organizing shit have you ever watched that show called home edit on netflix i've never even heard for of the show. love of god these women and there are these two semi-annoying white women who organize everything by color what? so their whole shtick is like this rainbow theme but not in a gay way in just a rainbow way <laughs> <laughs> and oh my god i started watching it's on netflix i started watching it and seriously I was, people got all into that, like the Marie Kondo thing where they're like, if it doesn't spark joy and that, meh, like it was okay. But I was like, those people are hoarders. 
I can't I can't be down with that these ladies go to like Reese Witherspoon's house I feel like we've talked about this anyways it's amazing I've started organizing shit like my spice cabinet oh my god underwear drawer <laughs> jewelry cat jewelry drawer um kids closets like by color things are arranged they're organized i know where things are i've gotten rid of a ton of shit that was just not serving a purpose and was cluttering and making me feel chaotic in the brain which i don't need any help in that area so it was very helpful and just making the space where i exist more functional has Mm. been really nice i've really enjoyed that um and then maybe another thing that was good that happened this year. I have been really cooking a lot. And I've really enjoyed that. And I don't think I recognized how much joy it brings me to make people that I care about food. Especially when they like it. When they don't like it, fuck it. Be like, go chuales, whatever. Don't. I mean, go to Whataburger. I don't know. But when they like it, it brings me so much joy. I'm like, yeah, I made that. And it makes me so happy. So um, I think cooking has been a, a hobby that I thought was just a survival tactic that now I'm taking some joy in. Having looked at your refrigerator <laughs> before you got married to now, <laughs> such a fucking difference. Because I'm pretty sure that what you had in your refrigerator oh was like... Beer, butter. It was bacon, bacon. for sure. Oh, it was like all bees. Beer, butter, bacon. Coffee. Oh, there was coffee. Mm-hmm. And then you had stuff to go along with like the, the like, whiskey and like olives and you had cherries. Condiments. <laughs> you had condiments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair. And popcorn. Lots of popcorn. No, I don't remember seeing popcorn in the fridge. Well, not in the fridge, but that was like the, the, yeah. the staple. To, to now where mm-hmm. you're like enjoying cooking for the fan bam. Mm-hmm. You have evolved as a human in one year. Congratulations. What? I'm barely taking baby steps. <laughs> I'm like, yay for resiliency. <laughs> Ta-da. Something, going back to something that you mentioned, though, that you and I heard from a coworker um, was no is a complete sentence. Mm. And I don't know why. And I, I heard, we heard it within the last two months. Love that. I don't know why that has stuck... This is something that probably other people know. Like, mm-hmm. why didn't you know this before? Right. I don't know. You know what? Now it's like, no. And it's significant to me not mm. because of, like, chingaderas the kids ask for or my partner asks for or work asks for. But the one place that I had focused it, aside from the podcast, the other thing I do is I'm politically active in our county. And when I was looking at things for this upcoming year, I was like, you know what? No is a complete sentence, which means that I could say yes to more things mm. podcast related and mm-hmm. really help us grow. So that just mm-hmm. going back to your piece ab- about that and making time for what is significant. Yep. That struck a chord that resonated with me about that. Like no is a complete sentence and I could say yes to other shit that's not that the podcast is shit, but I could say yes to <laughs> other things. <laughs> I can that, say yes to this shitty podcast. <laughs> that are meaningful. <laughs> like, I'm looking at my passion planner and I'm going, all right, no, seriously, though, what are some really goals in three months, six months, a year that are feasible, that are mm-hmm. podcasty related that, yeah, that I we love can that. do? And that means that, yes, I'll have to say no to a couple of other things, but, and? 
I love that. And you're, we had a big conversation a while back that I was like, Kat, should I do these things? And they're kind of professionally related and kind of whatever. And you were like, I mean, you didn't tell me, you didn't give advice in any way, shape or form. You were just like, will that leave you time to do the things you want to do? What are the things you want to do? I was like, I don't want to do any of that shit that I just said. So boom, answer, done. Because this brings me joy, you know, and hopefully our four listeners also (laughs) in Minnesota are feeling joyful and we appreciate you. Um, But it does. It makes me happy. It it gives me a way to express what I'm thinking. And I know other people are with us and that just sort of we have this little imaginary community of folks who are like brown pride fist in the air when they hear an episode and that just that makes me happy yes so more space for that yes making more space for that Mm -hmm. so is there anything that you're looking forward to i know we should should we even have expectations for 2021 (laughs) (laughs) fuck Mm -hmm. after the way this year went yeah um so the thing about expectations and plans it's there's a whole thing where when you do that you imagine this control over shit that isn't real and I think we do that a lot Uh, but I think there are expectations and plans you can make that are you know everything else aside what I do have control over I have control over the way that I react to shit I have control over how I show up in spaces, whether it be social spaces, virtual spaces, work spaces, family spaces. I have control over how I show up. And I know there are times where I can do better with that. Um, This year it was really easy to get sucked into this virtual reality because work was on the computer and I didn't have to leave my house. But also, this is my kid's home too. And when I'm pushing them away and shushing them because I'm on a call, I'm on a meeting, I'm like, I'm, I'm telling them this isn't your space anymore, this is my workspace. And it got really hard to separate when it was workspace and when it was home space. Mm-hmm. I can come better than that and I know I can I can do better than that I can separate and I can carve out time and I can I can reserve some of my best self my energy and my time and my creativity for my family and not just give everything all day to the computer screen at work and I need to be better about that because that's up to me I'm very fortunate that that's up to me, but I realize now that it is and I can do better. So that's a big one for me. I'm gonna do better. Um, The other thing is that when this all first started, it was kind of like, oh shit, we're gonna be home for a few weeks. Right? Like, let's drink wine every night and just eat cupcakes and be gluttonous because... Because why not? It's fun, it's different, it's okay. 12 months later and mm-hmm. however many pounds and however my however uh you know my poor liver whatever dents i've caused in my poor liver um yeah that's got to go too it's not an excuse anymore this i can't just say 
my health matters and I need to take care of my body. It's the only one I got and I don't got money to pay for new parts. So <laughs> this is this is it. And you can't uh, get them on the way. No. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Do you have any Latinx livers on sale? <laughs> no. Uh, so I need to just take better care of myself. And regardless of whatever the world is doing, I have control of what I put in my body. And um, I'm not going to be all crazy and, you know, completely quit drinking and quit eating sugar and doing all that shit, but I can do better. So some things that I, I know I have control over that I, I want to take back. Hmm. What about you? Um, so I had this realization within the last couple of weeks when I was doing an exercise that was interestingly work-related, but... Um, the, the exercise was to try to meditate, and I just couldn't. Mm-mm, no, that's not for me. And my brain was just, there was too much thought and too much thought and too mm-hmm. much thought. And then in my subsequent counseling, <laughs> because of course, you know, <laughs> I, at 44, I still have ongoing counseling. Um, one of the things that I had, this realization that probably enlightened people have already had this realization, and they're shaking their fist at me, but why can't I just shrug off some things and just just not have to think about them 24-7, which also mm. causes, you mm-hmm. know, it, it mm-hmm. feeds into my anxiety. All this to say, my expectation for, and I don't want to call it meditating because I'm not, you know, I don't practice it. I'm not trying to appropriate some kind of culture that isn't mine. Mm-hmm. But I do want to try to exercise clearing out my brain a little bit more often because I've never not had thoughts rushing through my head. I don't know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. Did you ever used to watch that show Blossom? <laughs> <laughs> Remember Joey? Like he would just go like open blank mouth breather stare. and he would just, his brain would be blank. I don't know what that's like. You need to Joey. I need to Joey sometimes. I, re- I seriously yeah. have never had a moment where I've just mm-hmm. stopped. And I'm, I'm sure that this is something that you can relate to. We might call it something different in our own ways. Um, There's an airplane. Airplanes don't normally happen in this city at all. <laughs> Ma. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's, that's a hope that I have for the upcoming year that I just mm-hmm. need to find, like you, in your own way, a space to, to, to car- compartmentalize maybe the time that you and the mm-hmm. best that you bring to work and home and all the things and yeah I need to stop that in my brain for a little bit because it just races mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. and it needs to have a pause agreed so that's I think and that's just been within literally the last couple of weeks that I've just been like okay this is causing problems mm-hmm. so look at you oh, stupid adulting I like damn 2020 you know how linings. I knew I was adulting Mm. This week, um, I put in a pre-order at Kind Bread instead of just showing up in line and expecting them to have my shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm going to (laughs) pre-plan and order my shit. And then, you know what? It was ready in a bag with my name on it. Bah? I know. Who knew? I was like, I'm adulting right now. Uh Uh-huh. That's what it means. Mad props. Peace. Peace of mind. That's what it is, Kat. That's what we're aiming for. Oh, it's taken us this long, and oh, the Jesus. Buddha knew this at w- whatever, 28 or some some such. God. 30s. Really? I don't know. Oh. Hmm. But it sounds reasonable. Sure. Yes. Uh, so, Buddha. 
Any last thoughts before we break up with 2020? Yeah, mm. I mean, 2020, you know, it's been, uh, it's been real. And we've learned a lot about ourselves, about humankind. Or unkind. Human unkind. About sourdough bread. Right? <laughs> I didn't even know you needed a starter kit it's for that shit. It's a starter. What? It has to stay, you have to feed it. Oh. Like a fucking pet. You know what? If you have to put that much work into freaking dough, no. Just like give me, bread. it's kombucha bread. Yes. <laughs> or yogurt. No. <laughs> Just give me some francesito slash pan blanco slash bolillos and I'm happy. No, but have you eaten? But have you? Yes. It's I go to better. kind bread. It's so good. You need the sourdough. I don't know about the kombucha. I like kombucha. I remember when I was a kid, my mom was on some weird diet where she had some weird mushroom growing in a glass jar under the sink and we weren't allowed to open the door. See, that's what, mm mm-mm, I ain't trying to do that shit. Those were just, those were hallucinogenic and she wanted to keep your ass away from it. She would have been nicer (laughs) if that were the case. (laughs) Not the case. Does your mom listen to this show? No. She doesn't know how to podcast. (laughs) I'm going to teach her just so she can listen. (laughs) Uh, no parting words you know what 2020 uh it's been nice but uh we're done next you know in this relationship i think halfway through it would have been that breakup where i tossed a glass a drink a full glass of whatever i'm drinking in the face of 2020 Mm. but now by the end of it, it i just feel a little bit more okay this was a terrible relationship. Mm-hmm. We're going to break up and move on. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to court a whole new year. Yeah, the worst thing I ever did in a relationship was throw my own cell phone at the wall. <laughs> don't do that. No. Never. No. Don't give back the ring and don't throw your own shit at the wall. Or punch anything. Or punch anything. Or punch anything. I've done the punching. Don't do that. No. Mm-mm. No, you're right. I feel like I'm breaking up as an adult mm-hmm. who's just saying, you know what? It's not you, it's me. Yeah. No, no, it's you. It's you, 2020. It's not me. We're breaking mm. up because you're unhealthy. Fair. Fair. You brought the virus into this relationship. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and now we're breaking up and you're leaving with that virus in this relationship. You can pack your shit. Pack your virus. You can pack your sweatshirt and all your shit and go. So we're pack your racism and your unemployment and your 45 and bye. Well, this has been the Pocha Podcast. Mm-hmm. Ending the year of 2020. We're still around, which is great. I'm Kat. I'm Charlene. And we will catch you on the flip side. Happy New Year.